Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome, everybody, to Resting Bitch Face. I'm freezing my ass off, so I'm sitting in front of my beautiful fireplace, and Justine gave me a hard time for still having my tree up, which is... It's only January 5th, Justine. Don't be so judgy. Um, it's a little too late in my opinion, but it's okay. <laughs> it looks beautiful. That's because you were like grinchily putting your tree away on the 1st of January, you know? I feel like January is just a grinch type of month. It's like the holidays are over, done, time yeah, to move on and be depressed for a month. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Well, I do, as you guys can see, I have Justine here from the Shore Store Pod, and we are going to talk about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days and Thousand Pound Sisters and just whatever else we go on a tangent about. I wanted, I've been saving this story to tell you since yesterday. I wanted to tell you so bad, but I figured I'd tell you on the pod. Okay, so this is in no way like shaming any of our single listeners or anything like that. I know that dating sucks. This is like a really shitty time to date. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm at work last night and I wait tables at a bar. A girl comes in, she's sitting at the, at the table and she's waiting for her friend to come in. So when her friend finally comes in, I greet them and they're kind of still greeting each other. And the one girl is showing the other girl a picture on her phone of this guy that she's talking to on Tinder or whatever the dating app is. She's showing the picture. The other girl goes, oh my God, I'm talking to him too. (gasps) Fucking awkward. (laughs) I felt really uncomfortable standing there. And so then they proceed after I get them, I'm like, okay, I'll get you drinks. I'll be right back. And then I see them from across the room and they're holding up their phones side by side and comparing the messages that this guy is sending them, that they're talking to the same guy and comparing the, all the similarities like, uh, of the messages. It's like a reality show, a sitcom. Like it could have been like a TV. Yeah. Life. Like, Oh my God. It was like, so funny and so uncomfortable at the same time. Um, and it just made me think I came home to my husband and I was like, I told him the story and I was like, thank God. I don't have to date anymore. Like I was so happy to like come home to my comfortable relationship and thought, you know, cause this girl, I felt bad for her cause she's like, oh, this cute guy I've been talking to. Like, you know, you feel like you're special and you've got something, you got a good connection with this guy. And then you find out like one of your best friends is having the same conversations with him. It was awful. I felt so bad for her. Yeah, Yeah, that fucking sucks. Um, I mean, I I don't want to judge people who go through dating apps or online date because I've actually, I'm not going to say I've never been on a dating app, but I've never met anyone that I've met on a dating app. I've never met anybody. Really? Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. And I just feel like 
there's a lot of people that use those apps like strictly to be a fuck boy. Um, there's a show yeah. on Netflix called Hot Girls Wanted Turned On, and it's one of the first episodes. And I call him Tinder douche, but that's his whole thing is that he lives in Vegas and he has Tinder and he tells all these girls that like he's interested in them and they're so beautiful and they're not his type at they're all, special. but he likes them and he uh. and he and this guy this guy is also like in his er, like late 30s early 40s and he is dating girls that are like 21 22 um but that's his I whole thing him. and uh you know what i mean it's basically just i feel like the age of the internet and social media and all that shit in general sucks because it gives people this easy way to be a bad person and like a fuck boy and stuff and yeah yeah i always say like it used to be if you wanted to cheat back in the day you would have to go out to your local bar or your neighborhood, you know, your neighborhood watering hole and meet somebody there mm -hmm. and hope that they didn't know that you were married and hope that nobody at the bar recognized you and saw that you weren't with your wife or your husband. It was or so different with now. like your secretary, like a yes. 90s thriller movie or something. Yeah. And, and people your would assistant. know and people would talk. And so, but now mm -hmm. you can be so secretive about it and no one would ever know what's happening and you can meet mm -hmm. someone from across the world if you want to. Um, but it's, it's just so different. And yeah, I, I actually met my husband on Tinder. So, you know, no shade against Tinder. I met some good people. Yeah. I had one fucking awful date and then I had some good dates and I made friends. So did you, so you didn't do any online dating at all? Um, I've met people online before, um, before iPhones and dating apps were a thing when I was like real young. Okay. And like on MySpace? I've, <laughs> I've, I had Tinder once in like, this would have been like early 2014, late 2013. God, I can't believe it's been and around that long. Wow. I, okay. I like I had it on my phone for less than two months. I I found it more fun to swipe and be like hot, hot, not hot, not you know what I mean? Like I didn't view these yes. people as like a potential boyfriend or yeah. anything like that. And I got a few matches and I like talked to a few guys, but I never cared to like meet up with them. No one ever intrigued me that much. Um, I don't judge okay. people who meet online. Like uh, you said, you met your husband and like my brother met his mm -hmm. wife on, I think plenty of fish, like one of these places. Oh, wow. And, like, plenty of fish. I do wow. believe it happens. I just think that like, yeah. it's easier for people to be fuck boys online, you know? Oh, definitely. I, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think online dating can definitely be a good thing because it gives you the opportunity to meet people that you otherwise wouldn't meet in your everyday life. So I think that's great. I do have some tips though for anybody that is online dating. I, a lot of people get really discouraged really quickly. And I think it's because they're not remembering that online dating is a numbers game. So, you know, if you go mm -hmm. on a couple of dates and both of those guys suck, you can't just be like, oh God, dating men, blah, blah, blah. You really have to kind of weed them out before you even get to the date. So when I was online dating, I would message somebody on 
uh, the app for maybe a day or two. And then I would give them my number and I would text or talk to them on the phone. And then I would do like a FaceTime with them. And then after the FaceTime, if like they were, you know, if, if I was attracted to them, if we seemed like we would have good conversation, then I would meet them for a coffee date. And coffee is the perfect date. You get to order, order your own drink, buy your own coffee. You will not feel obligated to stay. It's a $5 coffee. It's not a $50 or $60 dinner. You buy your own coffee. You sit down. You try to have convo. If it's not good, you can politely leave without feeling obligated. And then if things go well there, then you can have like a real date. And that's that's what I've always told people. Like talk on the app, talk on the phone, FaceTime, you know, coffee date, real date. By the time you get there, you're letting go of so many people that you don't have to waste your time. I think people are wasting time with the wrong people. Maybe they're talking on the app for like a couple minutes or a day and then meeting for a real date and it's uncomfortable and you feel obligated to stay and cut all that shit out and like just cut a lot of people out at the very beginning and then you have a better chance of meeting somebody that you actually like. But there's a lot of good people out there. I totally agree with you. And I think that, I don't know, it's such a hard thing because it's like, that's the age of, this is where we are in society and life is like, Mm -hmm. literally everything is over the internet. Like, and I don't want to say like, oh, I'm better than anybody else that meets online. That's not how I feel at all. I was just lucky that I worked in bars from when I was a young age and I was surrounded by really attractive men. Like literally all of my boyfriends I have met at bars that I've worked at. Um, So, but, but there's that also the thing about online dating is I feel like there, there's probably like an expectation where like, And we see it on like 90 Day Fiance and stuff, right? Where you meet someone online Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, you can FaceTime all you want, but you get this idea of them in your head that you kind of construe on your own where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this guy is so perfect. And then when you meet them, it's it could be even better than you expected or it could be a disappointment. And Mm -hmm. I that's like kind of the dangers of online dating to me where when you see someone in real life, like you already know what you're getting. You can't hype that up in your head because you've already seen them in real life, you know? Right. And I also think that we have to lower our expectations of people. Not saying lower your expectations or your standards, but if you went on one coffee date with a guy and then he ghosts you, he doesn't owe you an explanation. Like, and same thing with you. If you go out on a date with someone and it just wasn't right, you don't have to send this text about what a great person they are and how someone will be really uh, lucky to have them one day and blah, blah, blah. You can no, just stop talking No, it was them. nice it's meeting okay. you. Thank you for the date. Hope you find someone good. I don't know. What do you say? Something like that? I Well, I mean, you could either Is just not – This is, I think that some people will ghost because I've seen screenshots of women that are like, well, you know, what didn't you like about me? Or what do you, what were you looking for? Or blah, like an exit, like a whole interview. And it's like, nobody owes that to you. 
The answer could simply be, I just don't think we're compatible, but I wish you luck. Or you can just not talk to them anymore. And I understand why some people do that. Like they just don't talk to someone anymore. That's fine. I have a a rule about two time, like contacting someone twice. And then if they don't respond, you just never talk to them again. You know, Mm -hmm. like if, if you went on a date and the guy's doesn't respond, first of all, he's not interested. But if you say, hey, I had a nice time last night, would like to see you again, and he doesn't respond. And then you say, hey, I hope you're having a good day today. And he doesn't respond like you're done. You tried to contact twice. It's not where you contacted once and maybe they were busy doing something and they forgot to respond. You made two efforts of contact and this person did not get back to you. They're not interested. Plus, if he was interested, he would have told you that he had a great time and wanted to set up another date. That too. Yep. Totally. It's really hard to stick to these things, though, when your emotions get into it and you're a woman and you're just like, Mm -hmm. you know, you deeply want to be in a relationship. You end up doing some like kind of desperate type of things. But. Exactly. And that's why like 90 Day Fiance are so you know, I obviously love it, but it's so hard to watch because it's like these people have so much emotion involved in it when, like I said, you haven't even met the person in real life. Mm -hmm. Like I have had so many internet friends throughout the years, whether it's current day now, like podcasting. I have so many podcasting friends like you that I love so fucking much. And even like back in the day, like I don't know. When you meet someone, a romantic thing is so, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, when you meet chemistry, someone. Person, chemistry is a legitimate thing and you can't fake it. It is. It is. Like when when you guys are like, oh, when I meet you in real life, I'm going to do this and do this to you. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. like, um, what are their names? Uh, Alina and... Caleb. Yeah, I definitely think of that. Let's talk, let's talk about them. Cause it's like, I think that exactly what you're saying is what happened. I think that they had all these years talking to each other and they probably had phone sex and they probably, I mean, think of all the things we could talk about in 13 years. And so she had her expectations so high about that first day meeting and that first night together. Mm -hmm. And it just like destroyed her when it didn't go that way. Or, Awful. sorry to get off, but what's his name? Um, Gino and who's the girl from And Jasmine. 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 Even them. Like, you know that they, like, talked dirty to each other. Like, had some, like, you and know baby, that he baby said talk. some. Yeah. You know he said some, like, sexual stuff to her. Because she's, uh-huh. like, in there, like, ready to do it with him. But. He doesn't live up to what he says, you know? Yeah. It, it def- well, you can be I don't whoever know. Whoever you want to be on the internet. But I think she said that he surprised her and that he was a savage in bed. And I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he under, undersold and overdelivered in that situation. I can't I imagine know. having sex with someone who won't take their hat off, though. That is fucking weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, let's kind of just talk about stuff that happened because we uh, last week we kind of talked about it. And so let's just kind of go through the couples and discuss what happened on this episode. Just an overall view here. Let me pull this up. This one was called Ghost from the Past. And the episode said, or the episode description says, Caleb bumps head with Alina's best friend. Mike hopes to fulfill Jimena's fantasies. Kim suspects sabotage. Johnny plans to help Ella lose weight. Gino and Jasmine wake up satisfied. And Memphis and Hamza can't share a bed. So with Caleb and Alina, I guess we'll just start with them. This is like an exaggerated version of what really happened. Those descriptions. You think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with Caleb and Alina... They're waking up the next morning and Alina tells him that she was disappointed that they didn't have sex and it's been all those years and she was looking forward to it. And then he, she went to go wash her face and he fell asleep. I wish people would leave Mm -hmm. this man the fuck alone about falling asleep after traveling across the world and being exhausted. It is so unfair. Let him sleep. See? And he wakes up the next morning and he's like in a totally good mood. He's wearing fucking LuLaRoe leggings or some bullshit. And he's with his long ass hair looking like a, a flowery Tarzan. He's, like, he's and, like laying in the bed with her and he's like, you know, last night I just wasn't in the right mindset, babe. Today, like life is good. I'm in the right mindset now. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> he's such a douchebag. He's such a dude. So he's like, come here, come cuddle. Oh, you fit so perfectly in the little crease of my arm. It's like barf. But anyways, they get their cuddles in. Okay, and then they're however, gonna go meet however. With Elijah. I'm sorry, I have to say this. Um, I can't I can't say this on air. I will tell you after, but I did hear through the grapevine that he actually is like a really horrible person and that um he is way douchier than the show even portrayed him to be. I think that I saw something about that on Reddit or something, or maybe in mm. one of the groups I'm in. But I, I will ask you to hear more because we don't want to spoil it. But if we're only going by what we're seeing on the show, I don't think it's fair that people hate him so much based on what we're seeing on the show, mm-hmm. based solely on that. I don't think he's done anything wrong. Um, what do you think about the way that Alina's friend, Elijah, is treating the whole situation and treating Caleb. I am actually kind of on Elijah's side for some of it. Um, A, because I'm surprised it's by his that. Best, it's his best friend. They live together. Um, he, he obviously helps her with a lot. He's been with her for, I don't know how, how long, but a long time. And so obviously he's going to feel like some sort of protection over her. And also mm-hmm. there's a, at the very end when they're like all eating dinner together or whatever, he's like, Oh, you filled up your water before you filled up hers. And she was like, Oh, well he's like American. He doesn't know any better. American guys like aren't gentlemen like that. Like <laughs> they don't I have kind manners. of agree yeah. with him because it's like, he should be a fucking gentleman and European men are more gentleman-like than American men. Like it is. Oh, I'm sure. True. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of on his side for it. And, but I also kind of see Caleb's side where he's like, just leave us alone. Cause we're supposed to be on a date, but I can see where, where it's edited, where he's like, no, like 
you have to lift her up this way or you have to do this because I would feel protective over her too if that was my friend, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, but also I think that when he, in certain ways, he's kind of babying Alina and Alina is a full-grown independent woman for mm-hmm. from what they're telling us she's traveled all over the place she she's a model she does her own thing and so i feel like there's a lot of like like kind of treating her like a child i think i feel like Caleb is trying to treat her as a an independent adult that she portrays herself to be and it's kind of it's kind of an opposing opinion when Elijah comes in and is kind of baby babysitting her in a way. But I, I don't really have a problem as much with that. I just think Elijah is straight up rude. Like he is a bitch. Like he is a bitchy ass person. The way that he is saying, I mean, the way that he asks them, ask, or he confronts Caleb and he's like, this is a person that you've wanted to meet for 13 years. And when you finally have the opportunity, you just fall asleep. And it's like, first of all, that's none of your fucking business. If we had sex or not. Okay. Yes. That part. Second of all, that's where I have a problem with him in those moments. Like he has no boundaries and he's overstepping the line and he's just straight up being rude. That's where I have an issue. I I agree with that, but like I said, I am I am putting it on like it it it's his friend and he's very defensive and like protective over her. Yeah, but she's a grown woman. How old is she? Is she in her twenties or her thirties? I think she. 20s, I think maybe? they said she's like twenty eight or twenty nine, right? Well, I mean, like she's a a grown woman who does all these things on her own. Yeah, and totally. to treat her like a child is just such a strange stance to take. She can stand up for herself, and you know, it, it's just it's weird to me because I feel like Caleb is trying to teach her or to to treat her like a an equal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Elijah is babying her. I don't know. It's hard not to be biased on the whole situation, knowing what we know about Caleb, that he's just kind of an asshole. Totally. Um, I'm just interested to see where it goes, if Elijah's going to continue to be that way towards her, or if he's going to step back a little bit. But I don't know. It would be hard to be like, This guy has just been here. He hasn't spent a day with you. It's not like your boyfriends who have gotten to know you in person before they decided, agreed to date you. And like they know what it's like to be with a little person. Careful. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Totally true. I agree with you on that too. I, I, I definitely don't think there's any way this relationship is working out. No. I think that no. after this is after this is airing, I see someone contacting Alina and someone contacting Caleb and them finding people that are better matches for each other for themselves. And I see that probably happening more likely than the two of them working out. But I don't think they're gonna last. Yeah. I mean, I think that Caleb just saw her in person and was so I don't know. I think he was caught off guard. I think he, yes. Even though he knew it was that not she what he expected. Was, 
yeah exactly i think he was just and obviously that doesn't give him the right to be an asshole i truly think that he was an asshole i just think that he went about it i don't know we'll see i you think he's still being so an early asshole in to alina season. though no because i don't feel like he's being an asshole to alina I mean, I don't know. I It was kind of douchey that he didn't, like, kiss her or anything the first day. Yeah, but maybe he hadn't been able to brush his teeth. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It, but yeah, they're not going to end up together. It's still too early to, that. like, fully judge, I feel. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, let's talk about the awkwardness that was Mike and Jimena. Jimena finally shows up at the airport. They hug and kiss. They seem to have a, uh, they seem to have a little bit of a chemistry moment there. And then she takes him home to our family, and her like entire family is there. A lot of people. I mean, how would how many people would you think that was? Fifteen. It was a lot of people. God, it was to be her meeting. dad, her stepmom, um, her cousins, her aunts. Uh, I don't know, like at least eight. That's a lot. That would feel so overwhelming after traveling across the world to walk into the room, expect to maybe see your woman and her two kids and then just see like the entire family there. He doesn't speak like any Spanish at all. He's using the I translator mean, app. It's translating things weirdly. Julie. Crazy. They need to thank yes. the man that's been supporting them for the last. Oh, I know. However yeah, long we just it's wanted been. to see we wanted to see the guy that bought her the toaster oven and the microwave and the stove and the laundry, the washer and dryer and the couch and, you and the know apartment. That her like her immediate family that was all there, you know that they were benefiting off that as well. Like they were all Probably. so excited to see him. He's definitely sent mm-hmm. money and gifts for all of them for sure. I agree. Yeah, I think you're right. I definitely do. I I don't do you think she here here's where I have an issue with Jimena. I think she because of her past and all the bad boys that she likes. I think that she thinks she should like Mike because he's a nice guy and he's nice to her kids and he's taking care of her. So I think she's mm-hmm. trying to force herself to like him because he's a nice guy, but I don't think that she started that she wants to specifically scam him. That's my opinion. What do you think? I kind of agree. Or do you think with she's you. just a scammer? No, I kind of agree with you and here's why. I know so many women who are young like single moms, like women that I've worked with at the strip club, they're dancers and they go through so many guys who are just using them for like money or, you know, taking advantage of them because they're vulnerable, like et cetera. And then they end up with guys who are like, they're regulars, like sometimes like 70, 80 year old men, but they have like money and they're stable. And like, you can tell that they're not like fully happy. That's not what they want. But in their head, they're like, this is the only man in my life that's been like really good to me, even though I might not mm-hmm. be like sexually attracted to them or whatever. So I kind of get that vibe from her. It's like g- going for the complete opposite of what you would normally go for yep. because they actually treat you well, even though deep down inside, that's not 
who you really want to be with, if that makes sense. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I yeah. could see that. And I could see that she – but I also at the same time, I'm not discounting that. I kind of think that she actually does really care about him. Um the way that she was like trying to talk to him and stuff like I know it's weird because it's like editing and then there's obviously a huge like language barrier but right she wasn't like this stuck up prissy princess like um what's her name was the Panama City girl sorry what's her name oh Jasmine Jasmine she wasn't like that she this girl actually seemed like she was very excited to have him there and like yeah, it seemed like she did care for him on a different level. I think she I think she cares for him. I think she just is trying to force the attraction. I think that number one thing is she's not physically attracted to him, but she's like I've been I've done the bad boy thing. I got knocked up in a prison closet. Like I've done all those things. They didn't work out too well for me. So, let me try this complete opposite and see if it works and he's a nice guy loves her, loves the kids, taking care of her. She just doesn't have the physical attractiveness to him. So that's the thing that they're going to struggle with. And apparently his very stinky farts, which I cannot wait to see that scene. You know what? She's either way, though, I do think she still is obviously like using him for like the things he Mm -hmm. buys her. And obviously that's a huge deal and a huge benefit for her and her family. Um, I did not like that her kids were so invested in it. Is that kind of like an ongoing thing with this show is that the kids are always very invested? Because the kids kids said, oh, he's the best stepdaddy I ever had. He's the best guy I've ever seen my mom with. I love him. And the kids were like all over him. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. It happens a lot, unfortunately, because these people get it into their mind that that's their soulmate and they're going to marry them and blah, blah, blah. And then they do the same thing with their kids. A lot of the time on this show, when kids are meeting the other person, they're already calling them dad. Kind of like you you watch Nicole and Azin, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like the same thing where May's calling him daddy before they even are close to meeting. So unfortunately, that does happen a lot on this show. It's sad, but it happens. Yeah. And honestly, (sighs) I feel like, I don't know. I just feel so bad for this guy because I honestly feel like, I just hate that the kids are involved so much because Mm -hmm. I wouldn't feel so bad if she was using him for like the money and stuff if there weren't kids involved. Does that make yeah, sense? And I, I know it just yeah. makes it so much worse. And I feel like he's absolutely going to get his heart broken. And, and it makes me sad because he does seem like such a sweet and selfless, kind and loving man. Mm-hmm. And I just hate knowing that he's going to get his heart broken and get taken advantage of. I hate that part. Yeah. But, you know, he's got to be a little smarter than he has been. I'm, um, I'm very excited to see where they go with this me too um how do you long think they're gonna end up to... together Ooh, i kind of do i kind of do he seems like the guy the type of guy that will just kind of take anything so i kind of think that they will 
Well, and she really does want to get her kids to the U.S. She even said that on the show. I want them to have a better life. I want to take my kids to the U.S. So maybe she'll sacrifice the physical attraction aspect of what she wants to get the rest of it. Yes. She does seem like, I mean, who the fuck are we to say who's a good mom and who's not a good mom, right? Right. But like, she does seem like she cares about her kids. Like I said, she seems like the type of person who just wanted to have kids. They don't care about who they have them with. They just strictly want to be a mom. And she does say like- I see it the other way. Mm -mm. Really? I think she, I think the, I think she loves a bad boy. She likes hot sex and, and, um, you know, doing the wrong thing. And I think that's why she got pregnant at the prison. Um, okay. But like this woman, we, we all like a bad anybody. boy and we all like good sex. That doesn't mean we want to yeah. like have a kid out of it. And be attached to you for the rest of our lives. But she did it on purpose. It's like that whole scenario was fun and risky. And that's why she did it. If she just wanted to have a baby, she could have found a bad boy on the corner. Like there could be a bad boy anywhere. But the thrill and the risk and the danger and the fact that it was wrong, that's what she's into. And that's why it's going to be really hard for her to have a relationship with a good guy, with a nice guy. Julie, you are describing this like it's a porn, like a, a trailer for a porn. But look at what dropping. she did. She purposely got pregnant by a dude in, that was already in prison that's like serving a life sentence or something. I mean, you're right. Yeah. And I don't think she's that yeah. great of a mom if her kids are like, he, this guy that we've never met is the best stepdad we've ever had. These kids are not that old to have had however many men in their lives coming in and out. So I, I don't think she's a great mom. I think she's, I think she likes to have a good time and she's a mom, but I don't think she's like a, a great mom. I guess we'll just I mean, put it there. Yeah. I'm once again, we just have to see where it goes, I guess. It's mm-hmm. still. So I think they'll to stay together and she'll come, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this this dinner between Kim? So Kim was third wheeling. Kim Usman Soja Boy and Rosa Ree, who holy fuck is gore, like probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Good God, that woman was gorgeous mm-hmm. and classy. Yeah. Like in the previews, they tried to make it look like she was like, Usman, I know why you're here, but why is this they showed like here? That's the like one joke that she made in the preview, making it seem like they were going to like she was being a bitch. Yeah. I know. I And then in the real situation in the moment is just like she was – she she immediately said after that, just to be pretty, just to look pretty here, like she was sweet and a class act. And you can tell she actually is a celebrity by the way she carried herself, the confidence she had and the kindness that she showed. Um, I love Usman how they showed her. A celebrity. 
but I love how they I love how they showed her music video and they showed like the subtitles yeah. of what she was saying and it was one of those Which lost no in translation <laughs> things because it was like okay uh-huh. and I, I see how this like could be a good song but it doesn't really make sense to me because it's I'm like, like something about white for this you know and yeah yeah it's like something about like octopus and your libido or something it definitely was a lost in translation song yes but <laughs> I'm sure it was a banger and she's beautiful and she's kind. And Kim mm. is like so salty about this sexy, beautiful woman who's doing a, a meeting with her potential boyfriend. And then Usman is like telling Rosarie that if things go well with Kim, they want to be together and get married. It's like, you are so full of shit. You're such a fucking liar. You are such a fucking liar. And Kim feels all special about it. She's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Please. I mean, Kim is my favorite on the show so far. I fucking love her. And really? I, I wish Why? that she left that first like brunch that she had before they met up with the singer when it was um, Usman and his uh-huh. boys, his like manager and his, his friend, whoever these guys were. His were Johnny looking, drama yeah. and his, his turtle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> his uh his E and his uh and his turtle. Yeah. Um, turtle, and, yeah. And and Kim comes out and she's like, hi guys. And she's so excited and she sits down and they're talking about him having this meeting. Like I wish she just got up and left him right then. But you know, obviously she felt the need to actually go to this and I didn't but get the vibe. Why, like, why should she have left then? Cause it wasn't a, it wasn't a date. It was like a business, like a networking business meeting. She shouldn't have been mad about it because especially if she thinks she's like- going to act cool and let him have ex- other wives in the future, please. It's just because she was so upset from the beginning. It's like, girl, you can't handle this. Like, even if he yeah. did show interest in you and he did like you, what if he did grow up to be this like huge fucking mega no reggae star, like vibes cartel or somebody like that? Where it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she would not be able to handle it. Like, she should have just walked I away mean- then, but. <laughs> It's just so funny that a couple episodes a couple episodes ago she was telling her girlfriends that it's in his culture to have multiple wives and he'd be fine she'd be fine with that if he had a second wife and uh, had a baby with her and this and that it's like bitch you can't even handle him having a lunch meeting and you're gonna let him marry yeah. another woman and have a baby with her there's no fucking way you are so trying to completely and totally fool yourself it's ridiculous. Yeah she's she's lying to herself through and through she is looking at the mirror at herself and being like kim he loves you you are gonna marry this man one day you just have to be a down ass bitch and just go through and through to whatever he wants like she is telling herself Uh that every day in the mirror and i don't like that girl yep I don't like that for her because I actually like her and I think that she is like actually genuinely a good person. She just has such low self-esteem and I don't like that. And uh, I mean, it's definitely not going to work out and it's just for publicity for him and they're going to break up. She's going to watch herself on TV, realize how dumb she looks, and then hopefully she'll marry a 60-year-old guy in her hometown and then everything will be okay. 
That's what I see for her. I don't see her as being Mrs. Usman Soja Boy, King (laughs) Africa, international superstar. (laughs) I don't see that happening. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. However, I am excited to see the rest of their journey and see her begging for sex from him and um, freaking out on the set of his music video. I'm excited for that too. Um, oh God, I just can't wait for that. That's going to be, I am looking forward for, to that more than any other clip that we've seen in the show same. so far. I can't wait. Same. I can't wait. Well, I mean, to breeze through the past, the last few ones, because I really want to talk about Thousand Pound Sisters, Johnny visits some like natural healing doctor or something and wants some kind of herbs and spices to help uh ella lose weight so they talk about that and that was his mom um people are gonna be all pissed off that he wants that was his mom i thought he went to like a doctor yeah his mom was the doctor okay well and she was like are you sure because he showed a picture and she was like I'm pretty sure? sure that was his mom. And she was like, I But she showed a picture like and it was Americans like she was surprised. Eat. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong, whether it's the mom or the doctor. Um, but so he's whatever, he's trying his, to bring stuff back. The and then uh she, Oh, and especially his chubby friend who's getting a lot of heat here for talking about her weight when he's a big dude himself. Uh, we don't, you know, don't throw stones at glass houses or whatever the fuck they say. Um, so that's that. Gino and Jasmine. Jasmine's all jealous of the trinkets and <laughs> souvenirs yeah. that Gino has in his house that have something to do with his Brazilian ex-wife. She's Nothing crazy. really happened with their segment. I was a little disappointed with them. The only thing that happened was, like you said, her jealousy. Like it, she said, Oh, will you? Because he was looking at souvenirs in the gift shop and she's like, Will you get this for mm-hmm. your place? And he's like, Oh, well, I'll have to replace like my ex wife's thing. And she's like, Oh, your ex wife is stupid. And he was like, You don't have to call her stupid. You don't have to call her a bitch. She's just my ex wife. You don't have mm-hmm. to say anything negative. And then Jasmine I was got- happy that he said that. I agree with you. And Jasmine, for some reason, took that to heart and was like, well, fuck you. I'm allowed to say these. And it's like, no, you're not. You're not allowed to say anything rude about her because you don't know her. Like, you yeah. just say, it's like, oh, you're perfect your ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. She was being very dramatic in that moment. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like, I don't like when people do this. It's like, even if you have an ex and like shit just didn't work out, that doesn't make them an asshole. It doesn't make them a bitch. It doesn't make them this or that. Sometimes shit just doesn't work out. You don't have to shit talk them because it didn't work out. Let it go. I agree with you. She's crazy. She gets all pissed about it. Um, I mean, we all like to believe that. We all like to believe. Sorry, you cut out for a second. Oh, I was just going to say that we all like to believe that the person who we're in love with, like everybody that they were with before us is a complete and total asshole and like a bad person. Uh But most of the time that's not the case. And we just have to accept that they liked someone before they met us and move on. 
And that's all I have to say. Yeah, she literally <laughs> says, I don't like that he has a past. It's so stupid. And I, I yeah. tell Ryan, I'm like, oh, no, you never dated anyone before me. You don't <laughs> have a past with other women. <laughs> it's like, it's just all me. Like, you, yeah. in my opinion, you were a virgin before we met. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and then we just move on. But I know all the stories pretty much. And it just, you know, it can't bother you that someone had a life before you. This man is like in his 50s. Of course he had a life before you. He had a life before you yes. were even born. So it's yes. just crazy. <laughs> um, so apparently Memphis and Hamza have never been teenagers that snuck out or snuck in before because they're dumb. They get caught by Hamza's mom. She goes to like wake them up for breakfast or something. And Hamza's like laying in Memphis's bed. They open the door and there he is in bed with her. And it's like, dude, don't you know that like when you sneak in, you got to sneak out when it's still dark outside. You have to sneak back out before the sun rises, before your mom's up making tea and breakfast. What is wrong with you? It's almost like they wanted to get caught or that he like didn't care. I would have kicked his out his ass out like, you know, an hour after we had sex or something. Get out of my room. Okay, it's so this, un, it's so disrespectful to the mom. This whole thing really confused me because he told her like, "Listen, I know I told you over the phone that you could stay with us and you could stay in the same room as me." And she was rightfully upset when they were driving back to his yeah, he place when he, that he lied and she mm -hmm. was like we're supposed to get married so uh, how are we gonna get married when we don't even get to have sex because and then later yep. on he says to her no listen this is the plan i'm gonna sneak out of my mom's room and into your room and my mom will never know etc and i was actually impressed with her and i was actually like on her side when she was like listen I'm not going to disrespect your mom because I totally agree. We have to follow her rules, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm not going to sleep away from you. So how about we compromise and be adults and go get a hotel? I totally agreed with her. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. That's the best thing you could possibly do. Why didn't you guys think of that sooner? And then all of a sudden it's the next yep. morning and his mom is knocking at the door and she answers and she's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. So uh -huh. what the fuck happened? He came to the room and she was just like, screw it. I'll have sex with you. Like, why didn't oh, yeah. they just get a hotel? I knew that they were, I knew they were going to have sex. And you know what? But I think, um, so back in, um, in, uh, as in Nicole and Azen's story, I yes. believe that he told her they couldn't get a hotel room together because they were not married and they live in a, a Muslim country. So I'm wondering if maybe they couldn't have gotten a hotel room together, even if they wanted to, it could have been against the law. So I understand that he wanted that the way that they went about things, they're just idiots for not leaving the room in the middle of the night after having sex and cuddling a little bit, he should have left the fucking room and woke up on the couch. Duh. And now your mom is like shamed on national television because her son had sex out of wedlock on camera. That's, I felt so bad for her in that moment. And she just probably felt so disrespected. 
Yeah, I don't know. I personally would not go to a guy's house and sleep with him if his mom was there. Like, I am not 18 years old. I'm 30 years old. I'm not never going to do that, even if you live in a a Muslim country or, you know, uh, you live in a different culture, whatever. I I am never going to do that. So, um, I, I don't know, but I agree with you. That was shitty, especially because we heard earlier that his mom has been kind of like shunned from getting a job be- just because mm-hmm. she's divorced. So I only imagine yep. how she's looked upon now that that was aired on TV. Um, yeah, he's not making so. things any better for her. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it, um, but I thought it was a great episode. I love the show. And Every time the the episode ends, I just can't wait for the next one. I wish that I could just binge this over a couple of days. Uh, I, I hate having to I, wait, but I'm excited. I agree with you. I absolutely love that Discovery Plus is finally in Canada. Discovery Plus is literally the best app. I love that they add the shows like right at midnight the day uh-huh. of um, because yep. – you know, you can just wake up on Monday morning and be like, I don't have to wait for 10 p.m. to no watch commercials. Thousand Sisters with commercial. I could just watch it yes. right now. No commercial. Um, I know. I love it. So, yeah. So I still I wish like, I wish we could binge it, though. I agree. I agree. I agree. But yeah. you can't always get what you but want. But I love it. Discovery Plus is such a good app. I love all of these shows. Um, I'm so Lots excited to true see crime, where- too so much and i'm so excited to see where this season of 90 day fiance goes because like i said it's my first time watching from the beginning so i'm so excited to see where yeah. all these stories go and next week don't we get to meet a new couple yeah i think that that mahogany girl and then that christian dude but i don't know if mahogany is yes. going to show up i don't even know if mahogany's a real person so i'm excited to see that i too. don't care if she shows up or not i'm excited to watch either way this i love this show i know i love it i love it um so when it comes to 1000 pound sisters they went on a family vacation yeehaw mm. uh oh i guess first they celebrated tammy's birthday they went to a drag show yes and she's like, I'm vibing, sitting in her chair. I don't know. I just okay, hate so her so much. Is this the first time that we meet Amy, the oldest sister? Or no, sorry, Misty's the oldest sister. Um, is this um, the first time we meet Amy? I think she's the only sister wait. we hadn't seen before on the show, right? Amy, she's the one that had look- her surgery before Amy got hers. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm looking it up because I got to see the picture here. Wait. her She can't be a sister and also be named Amy. Why would they have Amanda. two kids named sorry. Amy? Amanda. Amanda. Amanda's oh. name. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was sorry. like, wait a minute. That's, the a, I mean, the a name I know for, the they're one. from the country, but I'm. Amanda is her name. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they could have come up with something better than that. Okay, Amanda. No, I feel like maybe we've seen – I feel like maybe we've seen her before. I think we've seen her before. So she had the surgery before, and she's kind of 
I think her and Misty are kind of the ones that will put Tammy in her place, right? Mm-hmm. I think yes. both of them are like that. Uh, this is why Tammy doesn't like them because sh- they don't take her shit. And this, these are probably two of the family members that Amy said that Tammy burned bridges with and why Amy's mm-hmm. like the only person left in the family that's going to take care of Tammy. Um, honestly, I can't even think about much that happened in this episode. I know that they did the birthday celebration drag brunch with Tammy and she loved it. Okay, well- I know that they went, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I was going to say the oh, first no, you're thing good. I feel like that happened is the doctor's appointment. Um, oh, yeah. Tammy's yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Didn't go well as usual. So, Chris, we did found she out lose last weight this time? That Chris. No. So, okay. She was go on her way to the doctor saying, like, I don't think. She's like, I don't think I gained any, but I know I wasn't doing my diet, so I don't think I lo- – I think she gained, like, three pounds or something. Um, she okay. was pretty much, like, at the same as she was the last time. Um, but Chris had just gotten his surgery the last episode. Mm-hmm. So Chris has lost, like – I don't – I forgot how much they said Chris lost, like, 10 pounds or something like that. Um, Yeah, I think that sounds right. I follow, obviously, like the Reddit and all of the internet stuff about this. So Chris and his wife are managers at a McDonald's in their town. And somebody had posted, like, I go to Chris and his wife's McDonald's all the time, and he does not look like he lost a single pound. And oh, no. on Chris's TikTok and on his social media, he is the same as Tammy for anyone that doesn't know. They are under contract where they're not allowed to show their body on their social media. They're only allowed to show from like their head up or whatever, because obviously the show is about their weight loss and if they're going to lose the weight or not. Um, right. But Chris did do like a few TikToks, like answering questions, and he's like, I haven't been happier. I swear I haven't been happier. I feel so good since I've gotten this surgery. So, um, you know, Chris has gotten his surgery, and he's like, Tammy, you know, you need to get yours. So, Tammy walks into this doctor's office in this episode, like, did this not bother you? Because for me, it was like she was walking into this doctor's office, like her walking those 10 steps was going to make her lose the 30 pounds or something, right? She just doesn't care. And I practically am only watching this show because I hate her so much. She is such a hateable character. She does not care. Maybe she's only doing this so they can be on the show and get paid because she literally has no desire to lose weight. Maybe that's just came to me. Maybe it's just all about being on the show and making money. I mean, her excuse for not losing weight was the Philip thing. Um, and I sent you that article about his girlfriend and yes. what her events of stories are. So like, yeah. Who do you believe, though? Um, I believe this is a situation where the man is cheating and he lies to both of them. 
I think that he was having that he was ha- like cheating with Tammy to get to be on uh, TV and to get followers and all of that, which worked. Nobody knew who the BBW King was before. And I think that he was lying to Tammy about how interested he was in her. And he was lying to the girlfriend to hide the fact that he was cheating. And then when shit went public, he told the girlfriend, oh, no, 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 this is what really happened. And then she put it out there. I think that's what happened. Do you think the girlfriend is the one telling the truth and Tammy's lying? I believe his baby mama more than I believe Tammy for sure. Um, her stories like it, they just seem to make sense. It's like, that's why he wasn't on the show as her boyfriend because he never was. She paid him to come make a couple TikToks with her. Cause we've never seen anything more from them than that. Right. Why would she do that? Because he absolutely like, why would she pay him to make TikToks with her when she's the one that has the following in the TV show. That part doesn't make sense to me. No, she's paying him because she wants to make it seem like they're dating. But why? She's already on TV. She's already has a TV show. She already has followers. She already has a YouTube. What's the point of that? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. It's Tammy. Like, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It doesn't to, like, have to make have sense. To, it is Tammy. I have to reread this article because the, the, the baby mama does say something about Amanda, the sister that we meet in this episode. And because in that mid-season trailer, oh, yeah. Amanda goes off and she's like, I'm going to fight somebody. I'm going to beat the BBW King's ass, whatever. And she said that something does go down. So now that Ooh. like I have met Amanda, the oldest sister, and like I have to reread okay. that article. But yeah. All right. Well, I'm interested I'm in seeing this, what like, happens. We might see it. Drama. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I bet we could find out more info on Reddit. Reddit queen. Yes. yes. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> so they do drag brunch and then they go on a family vacation and the family just like fights and Tammy is awful. And like, that's all I really have to say about it. Like they go to Gatlinburg, okay, which I actually used to live down the road from Gatlinburg when I lived in Tennessee. It's a really? huge tourist attack. Yeah. It's a really big tourist attraction for people in the south and people that live on the like in the east um very family friendly it's all stuff like some chains some regular restaurants but there's stuff like uh ripley's believe it or not an aquarium and this and that and it's all like family orientated like good clean fun country tonight show you know breakfast or dinner shows all kinds of stuff like that so that's where they were going. Um, so that was kind of interesting to see that, that that was happening. But it's definitely a quintessential vacation getaway spot for anybody that lives in that area of the world, for sure. So they're getting a big well, cabin and doing the whole family vacation thing. From what we saw in the preview for next week, because this is kind of where the episode 
left off was that they all came to the house and they set up a ramp for Tammy to kind of walk up. And her whole thing was mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to do it and that she's scared. And that's kind of where the episode left off. But fuck her because she's the one that wanted to go on the trip. She's the one that made all of them do all of this work for her. Like they're the one that always has to like push her around. Like I cannot stand this woman at all. And yep. And even, like, how horrible she was to the doctor. Like, the doctor was like, you know, earlier in the episode, like, did you do anything? I gave you a food journal. Did you write in the food journal? No. Did you walk those 30 steps a day that I asked you to walk? No. And then he straight up told her, like, if it's a priority for you, you are going to do it. You won't even have to think about it. You're just going to do it. Oh, you're going to figure out how to get your ass on a plane and get to Las Vegas to visit some dude, but you can't get up and walk up a fucking a ramp to get into a house or you can't walk to the car or you can't, you know, walk to the mailbox. You can't do any of that. Yes. Like, unfortunately, I I feel like we're going to see her die and that's just your body cannot handle that amount of weight for this amount of years, your body is going to literally shut down. Yes. It's just not good. And she has no desire to lose the weight or make any effort. So I was actually proud of the doctor for telling her, there's no reason for you to keep making this trip if you're not going to make an effort. So if you change your mind and you want to make an effort, then absolutely let me know. But until then, you're wasting your time and energy doing this. I loved that. I totally agree with you. I loved what he said to her. He's like, I'm not going to completely drop you as a patient, but once you start doing all the things I told you to do, they're really simple if you think about it. Once you start doing those things, (laughs) you can come to me and I'll do Mm -hmm. your surgery, but I'm not even going to look at you because it's not worth my time. Stop wasting everyone's time. frustrating. Um, and then the other thing this episode, like that trip, how she refused to even attempt to walk up. Literally, it wasn't even like it was the steep ass ramp. Like, yes, I understand how that could be intimidating, but you don't think that they tested it out that it could hold your weight. Like, of course it can hold your weight. It It's literally going to be like four steps for you. Just walk up that like. Mm-hmm. She's saying that she wants this so bad and that she's going to lose the weight. She does not even give an effort. Even if she tried and she walked like one step up that ramp and was like, listen, I don't think I could do that. I'd be like, you know what? At least she gave it a shot. She didn't even stand up from the fucking minivan. I know, but I I understand in a way her fear because if she falls – like she could break a hip, break a leg, break. I mean, that's a lot of weight on a downward. <laughs> like it is. I, it I is, don't know. Right. That's scary. I can understand. But if she would actually wake, get up and walk a little bit each day and make an effort each day, she'd be in a position where she could do things like that without being so afraid. But she does not want, she just simply doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. That's the end of the story. Tammy doesn't want to. And you can't make someone. I know. 
you can't care about yourself more than they do themselves. Like it's, I would be losing. I, if I were related to Tammy, I would never want to see her or have anything to do with her unless she got serious about her health, because it has got to be just exhausting trying to convince someone to care enough about not dying when they do not care themselves and just to watch them completely deteriorate year after year and just be counting the days until they die. I wouldn't want to have anything to do with someone like Tammy. Yeah. I I agree with you. It's uh it's so hard to watch and someone on Reddit made a point that in season 1 Dr. Proctor said if you continue on the same journey, you will be lucky if you get 5 years. And it's been about five years. And for anybody that's listening to this that doesn't know, Tammy has a tratch in her throat, which is like a hole in her throat with like the breathing tube. It's called a tratch tube. Mm -hmm. She has that in her throat right now. So, you know, on the show, we see her with her oxygen in her nose. No, no, no. She's got a breathing tube in her throat. Um, Mm -hmm. I... I have a one of my best friends. He has mus- muscular dystrophy and he has a tube in his throat, but he's like not 600 pounds. Like he just, he's no. muscular. it's a different thing. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. so scary for her that she doesn't like need that. You know what I mean? Like she's making a choice every day. Yeah. It's, every meal, it's scary. every bite. It's scary. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel bad for her, but also you have to want to help yourself. And you literally have a TV network and doctors that are willing to do what you need to be done. It's not going to cost you a penny. I mean, there are people that would do anything for that opportunity. And she just does not care. Doesn't Mm -hmm. want it. Doesn't care. And you can't convince somebody like that. You can't. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, on lighter news, we did find out a couple days ago that uh, Amy and Michael are pregnant again, and they're going to be having another baby. I bet it's going to be a girl. I have a feeling. Ugh. I think they'll get a girl this time. I don't think these two should have another baby. I mean, uh, yeah, anybody why not? that's listening to this can come at me all they want. They have TLC I money. I don't think that they should have had gay. I mean, like how dirty and disgusting their houses look how these people live i don't care what anyone says well, i don't care if anyone thinks they're I'm buying shaming. i bet they've bought a new home and i bet the things are different now so let i want to wait and see what the new home is like and if it's clean and all that stuff but i think that amy so badly wants to be better that i think she will make the changes I mean, I don't deny that I think that Amy wants to be a good mom. Like, I think that Amy mm-hmm. is the lesser of two evils between her and Tammy. For sure, oh, yeah. I think Amy's Amy is a way better person than Tammy is. However, I think that Amy didn't want to lose the weight for herself and to be healthy. I think that she only wanted a baby because... The doctor told her to wait at least a year before she got pregnant. She didn't listen. She got pregnant right away with Gage. Whatever, fine. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they're telling her that she needs to start, like, watching what she eats again, she gets pregnant again, and she's going to use that as an excuse. And then even at Tammy's birthday party when they saw the drag show, like, Tammy ordered a Bloody Mary. The, um, The one sister ordered a margarita. Like, all drinks with lots of sugar fine whatever 
Mm-hmm. It's cool. You guys are out drinking, getting drunk. But Amy orders a fucking bowl of cereal with whipped cream and more cereal on the top with alcohol. Like, what You're the right. hell was that drink that she ordered? I think that Amy yeah. just is going to – I just – I personally just think that she's just going to gain the weight back and she just wants an excuse to not keep the weight off. I feel like she wants to – she doesn't care either. I think it's a mixture of things. I think it's, um, I'm sure she's going to gain a lot of the weight back. And then also she probably wants her kids to be somewhat close together in age, just because that makes it easier for bonding and stuff usually. So I think it's a mixture of things. And I don't think she's consciously trying not to lose weight. I think it's just happening. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's, not hard to like her more than Tammy. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just, I, I had my hopes up so high for Amy, but she's feeding yeah. into what everybody thinks about her already, which is like, you only mm. got the surgery so yeah. that you could have a baby. You really don't care about your weight or your health. And, uh, I hope she does because I'm rooting for her, but, um, mm-hmm. I sincerely that hope that she proves us wrong. I really do. Yeah. I hope she proves us wrong. I yeah. agree. And honestly, I, I want I can't wait to, to see the shit show of uh, fights. Oh, yeah, but she's not going to. We know that. That's the thing. Tammy might prove – or Amy might prove us wrong. Tammy is not going to, unfortunately. I want Tammy to so bad, though. Like, I – I want the next season of Thousand Pound Sisters to be like, holy shit, Tammy's been approved for the surgery. Like, I would love that, but I just don't see that happening. And I want to see it happen, but also Tammy is such a fucking horrible person. Like, I don't like the way that she talks to anybody. Like, even Mm -hmm. who's the doctor's name? It's not Dr. Proctor because who's this doctor's name? He is Dr. Proctor, isn't he? No, Dr. Proctor was like the hot doctor from season one. Who's this doctor? Uh, doctor. I want to say I Smith thought that's who we were Steve. looking for. Oh, I didn't, re- I didn't realize it was a different doctor. Um, yeah, a different doctor. Anyways. Um, oh. Yeah, that's it. I just, uh, I want her to do better than she's doing. And I just don't like the way that she talks or treats people. So. That's all. Yeah, she's like the female Stephen Asante almost. She's yes, pretty bad. she is. And I imagine she's probably really bad behind closed doors when she's not on camera. Yes. I yes. bet. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I can't wait to see it all blow up next week and everybody have a big fight and get wild. I'm excited for that. I love a good shit show. Me too. I'm so excited. I love Thousand Pound Sisters. I love 90 Day Fiance. I'm I'm loving this. So do you watch um I Am Jazz by any chance? No. Mm-mm. I've heard that this yep. past season of that has been really good. So I'm debating if I'm gonna get uh, okay. into fall down that rabbit hole or not. That rabbit hole? Yeah. I've not watched it, but I have heard things that are interesting that are happening, but I, I haven't watched it ever. So you'll yeah. have to let me know if it's good. Yeah. And you were also into um, Undercover <laughs> Underage, right? Yes, I love that show. 
Yeah. I finished. I think that that was a limited series, though, of only those six episodes. I don't know if they're going to come back for more of that. I'm not sure. I really liked that one. Yeah. It was very good. We'll have to talk about that on another episode. Oh, man. Well, this was awesome. Thank you for being on my show. You guys, make sure that you go listen to Justine's podcast, The Shore Store. We just did an episode over there on a really good episode of Floribama Shore from season two. Mm -hmm. So make sure you head over there and then tell everybody where they can find you on social media and everything. So like Julie said, come listen to my podcast, The Shore Store. Follow me on Instagram at Shore Store Pod. And that's about it. Just follow me there. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. And you guys know you can find me at Resting Bitch Pod. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye, bitches.